0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League. A look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League in their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from tombartonsports.com. Go oh, check me out at tombartonsports over on Twitter, tombartonsports at gmail.com. Yeah, the Ivy League, look, we're getting into the schedule. And I got to tell you, we had some shocking uh things happen this week, specifically one. Pretty, very shocking thing that, that went on. We'll talk about that. One game that is going to absolutely shake up the Ivy League standings and shake up the Ivy League postseason picture that we're already talking about now. Yeah, we're already talking about it. So we'll get into that. We'll preview this week's games, and we'll go over everything. You guys want to uh, chime in. I love to hear from you, so make sure you go check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. I want to thank you guys, by the way. We have a lot of new uh, subscriptions, a lot of new people listening in. I absolutely love it. Please continue to listen in every single week. We're building our fan base. It's going to be fantastic once college basketball comes around. Then it really starts to take off. I know a lot of people are into college basketball in the Ivy League, so we could build this uh, channel up really well. I do want to send out my con- sincere congratulations and, and and thank yous there for, for what we've accomplished here. All right. Let's go to Friday, last Friday, Harvard with a good win against Cornell on the road. But again, here we go. I walk away from a win and a Harvard team that's three and one, I'm being hard on. I know that. I know I'm being tough on a Harvard team that is three and one, but I still don't like their defense. You know, this was a team that is supposed to rely upon defense. I get that. But Cornell still put up 28 points on them. Cornell put up 14 points in the fourth quarter. This game was not decided. Look, it was 13-7 at the half. It was 20-14 to going into the fourth, right? I mean, this game was not decided until late. Wang was fantastic again, right? 185 yards passing and a touchdown. Three touchdowns on the ground and 61 yards rushing. He was all everything for Cornell, just not enough for Harvard. Give Dean a lot of credit, 208 and two touchdowns. But he completed just under 50% of his passes, guys. I mean- that's a problem. Now, Borgett ran for 163 on 28 carries and just really led the way. But I think Harvard has some absolute problems here. You know, you need a better completion percentage from the quarterback, and you just can't go about this and expect to give up nearly 30 points a game at your defensive team and continue to win. But they are 3-0. Uh, I'm sorry, 3-1, and they are 2-0 in the Ivies. So you got to tip their cap. Cornell, I mean, Wang, Wang's player of the year right now. I mean, he just is. He's an absolute stud, but they are 0-2 in the Ivy, and no one's going to pay attention to Cornell until they can get things done on the defensive side and just slow teams down. Penn and that great defense that we've watched early on in the season, they moved to 4-0, 2-0 in the Ivies. They beat up on Georgetown, but it was the offense that led the way this time with 59 points. Georgetown put up 28, but, look, we know they were in a come-from-behind mode. 59 points for Penn Penn. Four touchdown passes for saying over there at the quarterback position. Two rushing touchdowns and on 149 yards for Flowers. Penn is looking really, really dangerous in this conference. And we talked about it in the preseason where I thought Penn was middle of the pack. Most people had Penn on the bottom. And I said, yeah, they could be competitive. But I didn't see this happening. I, I don't think anybody saw this kind of pure dominance. And Penn is not winning games, guys. Penn is absolutely smoking teams. And you need to start looking at Penn. As one of these favorites, it, it, you know, look, you look at a 12-0 game, and maybe that's not, you know, smoking a team, but it kind of is. Penn is, is really impressing me right now, no matter how you look at this. Columbia, well, guys, it was Wagner. Wagner is 0-5 on the season, and Wagner can't get out of their own way, but here we go. Columbia's 3-1, right? I mean, is 3-1, and Columbia's in a position now. They win 28-7 where... Everybody picked them kind of dead last in this conference, and Columbia is playing well. There's nothing you could say more about that. I don't care that it was Wagner, right? I mean, I get it. Look, Wagner's a terrible team, and I'm not trying to make too much about this Columbia team, but they are playing well. They have shut down Marist with their defense, they shut down Georgetown with their defense, they shut down Wagner with their defense. And they held Princeton to 24 points. I mean, I think the Columbia defense needs to get a tip of the cap here, so I'm here to give them one of those. Here you go, Columbia. Brown, 27-20 over Central Connecticut. Again, a road game against an 0-6 team. I'm not making too much out of it, but Brown does get the win. It's a good week in the Ivies when all the Ivies win. Princeton, there you go. Every Ivy team that played a non-Ivy team wins, and Princeton wins 23-2. to 23-2! to over Lafayette on the road and Lafayette was a, is a 2 and 4 team it's not like they're a, a massive, massive pushover Princeton goes to 4 and 0 oh on the season and the Princeton Tigers well again here we go a team that we thought was going to be all offense has allowed 8 points in the last 2 weeks combined 17 points is their season high i think we need to start reevaluating this Princeton team and saying well offense 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 it is a defensive effort that you look at them and then the shocking game I guess not necessarily because of a game-to-game basis, but because of what it did. Yale upends Dartmouth twenty-four to twenty-one. While that's not a huge surprise, Yale goes to three and one, two and zero in the Ivies, and Yale defending their home turf is not a huge, shocking revelation. But Dartmouth dropping to zero and two in the Ivies and Dartmouth going to one and three overall is shocking, guys. Dartmouth was predicted by many, not by me, but by many to win this this conference and to win it sort of going away. They've given up 31 points already this year, 28 here. Their defense is not what it once was. Their defense has taken a major step back. And Dartmouth, who a lot of people looked at as the Ivy League favorites, are basically out of this race. At 0-2, you're facing a team of Yale and 2-0, and, 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 and they have the tiebreaker. I mean... You're kind of done. I that's just reality. Dartmouth's kind of done. Yale, meanwhile, nice step up here. Yale looking really good. At, and they they have the consistency. I mean, you could look at Harvard and say they got to work on their defense. You could look at Princeton and say, man, that defense is great. Columbia's defense is great. Penn's really steamrolling teams. Yale is the, the most balanced team, we'll say, overall in the Ivies, in the early going. We have another game here on Friday night. Brown against Princeton. Well, we just talked about it. The Princeton defense has really stepped up. The Princeton defense has really been the the unit here that you can rely upon with Princeton. I think their offense will get better over the course of the year. They take on a Brown team. Our Brown is, you know, they're hanging in there, but Brown's defense has just been terrible. They've led up 38, 35, 38 twice, 35 and last week 20 to a, just a really porous team. Uh, this This screams Princeton absolute blowout. I don't know if Brown could get much done offensively, but I do know that they're not going to be able to slow Princeton down. When we talk about Princeton and we say, yeah, you know what? The Princeton offense should lead the day. This is one of those games where the Princeton offense really should kind of, um, you know, flex their muscles and make us all realize who they are. Harvard takes on Howard 4 o'clock on Saturday, and this is on the road. Uh, Harvard, again, you look at what they are doing well in their offense. You could give them a lot of credit. They are a really good running team. Defensively, though, they're giving up some points, and this is a team that they're facing. Scored 26 last week on Yale, 31 the week before that, 20 before that against University of South Florida, so they had some points there. 28 before that, so they're going to put up some points. This looks like another high-scoring win for Harvard if they can't get their defense right. I think Howard scores some points here, right? I mean, I think Howard's going to put up mid 20s or so, and Harvard, if you're going to win, you got to get into the 30s. I can't count on the Howard uh, uh, Harvard defense any longer. This looks like an over type of game. Yale, Bucknell. Bucknell can't get out of their own way. This should be another easy win for Yale. Uh, Another uh, without a problem type of win. You look at what Bucknell has done. Their high water mark this year is 14 points, guys. 14 points is their high water mark. Yale should have their absolute way with Bucknell. And Yale's defense has been efficient. I don't want to say that they've been fantastic. They've been efficient. Uh, You know, they are... They they will be pretty substantial favorites. I don't see an option here to go anything but Yale, even as big favorites as they'll be. But the the this Bucknell team, you know, you look at them and you go, can they can they put anything together defensively? It just doesn't look like that. So I I don't know. Yale might blow them out of the water, and that's why you don't want to touch you know any kind of total or any predictions there. Cornell against Lehigh. Cornell's got a good thing going with Wang. Like I said, he's going to be the guy. I you can hear it in my voice. They should get a win here because he's just so dynamic. But I don't love this game. I think Cornell does walk away with the win. They go over five hundred three and two because he's just the most dynamic player in this conference. Dartmouth against New Hampshire. New Hampshire comes in at four and two. New Hampshire's no pushover. Here we go. I mean, how far does the Dartmouth fall? I mean, how far does Dartmouth go down this rabbit hole of one and three? Now they're at home. You expect them to bounce back. You expect them to this to be that kind of good game where they do bounce back and look good. Uh, but, guys, you know, I, I can't have any faith in this Dartmouth team against a four and two New Hampshire team, a New Hampshire team that is a solid team right now, New Hampshire team that, you know, has gone out there and played well on both sides of the ball in different games. I think that Dartmouth wins. I do, but I'm starting to get to a point where I I can't trust this team in any way, shape, or form. I really can't. And then the one Ivy League game against Ivy League game, Columbia against Penn. Here we go. Penn is putting together that magical season. Now they take on a really good defense in Columbia. Penn's defense has been really, really good. Penn wound up going crazy offensively last week. Columbia trying to kind of stay out of the basement. Penn will be the favorites here, and Penn should be the favorites, and the Penn defense will probably have a really good game, but Columbia's been playing well. I think that this is one of those tricky, I don't want to use the word trap, one of those tricky type of games that you look at and you say, yeah, this could be dangerous. If Penn wins, we got to start really paying attention to Penn. I think I am already now, but is the rest of the country paying attention to Penn in this conference? I'm not sure. Penn can separate themselves with a nice dominant win over an upstart Columbia that has looked good as well. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy your Ivy League week. Have a very good week, everybody. Go check me out at TomBartonSports.com, over at TomBartonSports, over on Twitter. TomBartonSports at gmail.com gets you part of the show as well. Have a very good week, and again, thank you for listening. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E.